Blog Talk Radio. I went 
out after him and smoked him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose again against me, I caught him by his beard and smoked him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and there this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. He is the he has defined the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, he lowered that delivered me out of the paws of the lion, out of the paws of the bear. He would deliver me out of the hands of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go, and the Lord be with thee. And the title of my sermon this morning is, I'm Not Backing Down. Like David. There will be times in our lives that we will have to come face-to-face with, with our giants. As the story is told, two nations were at war, the Israelites and the Philistines. Now, the odds were against David because Goliath stood ten and a half feet tall. For 40 days, he called for challenges, but no one come to fight. Goliath because they were afraid. We have giants that we face today. We have problems and concerns that can feel like giants. Health problems, financial problems, and marital problems can be like giants. Now, some of the things that we face are right in our faces, and it scares us to, to think of that we are going to have to deal with these things. And they become giants and we become afraid. We don't realize that God is with us when we deal with things. So we back down and we kind of move to the side and let these things overtake us. And we become worried and we become frustrated and we become annoyed by these things because we don't think that we are able to defeat them. These giants even come with nicknames like Visa, Discover, Mortgage, Cancer, Arthritis, AIDS. All these things are big. And when we see this stuff, it becomes a giant to us because we don't know the tactics for taking it down. We are powerless to handle They stand in the valley intimidating us, scaring us, and putting fear in us. But on this morning, I have good news for you. The good news is that others have faced the same giants that we faced, and they walked away victorious because they realized that we have a champion in God. They have stood toe-to-toe with the giants of their lives and come out on top. Have you ever met a giant head on and said, no, not this time. You're not going to defeat me this time. I'm going to stand up on the word of God. I'm going to call on his name. I'm going to petition him to come and help me fight this battle. Because this battle is more than I, but it isn't more than the God that I serve. If we are to overcome the giants that we face, we must overcome discouragement. We can't use discouragement when we're going through. 
We can't get discouraged when things come up. We can't get discouraged when things don't look right. We have to depend on on the on the God that we serve, no matter what it looks like, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with. We have to realize that God is with us. He He's not going to let us go in this thing alone. So there's no reason for us to get discouraged. If anything, we should be shouting for joy, shouting hallelujah, because we know if God is with us, he's more than the whole world against us. There will be people who will try to tell you, to convince you that you can't beat the odds. Sometimes the odds are much greater than we are. Sometimes the battle is uneven. Sometimes... They have more men on their side than we do. But all we need is the good God, the God that we serve. He's never lost a battle. He's never lost a fight. As long as we have God, we're going to win. We're going to make it through. They will tell you that the giants are too great and you're too small. Well, if you could imagine David looking up at Goliath, he was standing ten and a half feet tall, and I pictured David to be a man like me, not tall at all. He sized him up, and he looked at him, and he said to him that I can't do this thing alone, but with God with me, all things are possible. Do you believe this morning that all things are possible with God? While you are going through your battle, remember that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Somehow, when you're going through the battle, somehow, when you're down in the place, somehow, when you're down in your last breath, God gives you the strength to keep fighting. He gives you the strength to keep going. He gives you the strength to keep pushing forward and not to give up because the battle ain't over. Remember that you're more than a conqueror, and you can overcome the giant problems that you face and the obstacles in the past. Sometimes God will make a way for you. He'll cut a path so you're able to go by to get around that old that old devil, get around that old obstacle that's in your way. We live in a world today where people think that they're lovers, not fighters. We live in a world today where people don't even fight anymore. They just give it all up with no concern at all. They let the devil have their way. They don't even go to God and pray and ask him to come and suck with them and come in there and take things and turn it in their favor. We just sit aside and let things happen. But we're so quick to tell others what we're going through, but we don't even tell God that we're going through a situation And if he doesn't show up on time, we're not going to make it. They they won't fight for their marriages. They let them go. They don't think it's worth a fight. Well, sometimes when you put a lot in it and you have a lot to lose, you fight. If If you love one another, you fight for that marriage. You just don't walk away. They won't fight to keep girls out of the community. We see it, we talk about it, but what are we doing about it? 
Do we get out on the street? Do we try to save the kids? Do we tell them that no drugs are going to be sold here? This is the home of the true and living God. We let the children run with the wrong crowd. We let the children do as they go and do as they please. Then once they get into trouble, then we try to correct them. Well, the thing of it is, if we would just put our foot down from the beginning and establish it, we wouldn't have this fight because we would already win. But we wait until they link up with the other enemies, and then they're much greater than we are. And we back down because we look at the odds and we see that there, there's a lot over there and there's only one me. But that's all you need is one you because once God is backing you, you that's all you're going to need. They won't fight for anything. It's time that we stand up and fight with our weapons from God. We need to pray a little bit more. Sometimes we pray and we pray so quick that we get up and nothing has happened. Sometimes you have to stay there for a while. You have to keep going in the upper room. You have to keep falling down on your knees and asking God and praying to God and asking him to step in. A lot of times he doesn't move because we don't we don't give him the right amount of prayer. A little prayer, we don't have much power. A whole lot of prayer, we have plenty of power. <laughs> praise. We don't give him the praise like we ought to. We always wait. We wait for somebody to tell us it's time to give him praise. You gotta praise God when you're going through the fight, when you're in the fight, when you're coming out the fight. You gotta be able to give God some kind of praise and tell him, Lord, I thank you. Because if it had not been for you, I wouldn't have made it through. The devil had me down. He was ready to step on my neck. He was about to crush me. And then you stepped in with all power in your hand, and you made them move off of me. And we have to use the Word of God. We study the Word of God all the time. The Bible says if we hide the Word in our heart, then we can use it at a later time. I mean, how many words do we have stored up that we never use? We don't even use the tactic. We're so scared to call on the name of Jesus. And when you call on the name of Jesus, Jesus, demons have to, demons will take flight. They have to move. The enemy that we're fighting won't move because we're not calling on the name of God. We're, we're calling everything else, but we haven't called on the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every tongue shall, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. He'll have the devil down on his knees begging you not to call on the name of Jesus this morning. So we wonder how did David muster up enough courage? We wonder sometimes where did we get the courage? Where did that power come from that we were able to stand up and fight? David, the David that faced Goliath, it was by the hand of God. God's hand was moving all over David. David was more powerful than he knew. And the same power that God gave David, God will give you. The power that will say that you are able to overcome. 
but it was the devil who stole that to you. If he throws some stuff at you, he and you're still standing, he hasn't thrown enough. But you're ready. You're ready because God is with you. The devil can be the biggest giant that we face. Sometimes the giant is right there with us. And it's the devil. He feeds into our spirit. He feeds into our mind. He tells us that we can't do this. We can't do that. We're not able to do this. And what do we do? We fall victim. We fall victim to his word. And whatever he says, we believe. But this morning, I'm begging you to stand up and fight. I'm begging you to call on the name of the Lord. When the devil thinks that he has you, show him that he doesn't. Call, call on the name of the Lord and have him fight your battle. You don't have to fight. The Lord said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Why are we waiting to, to give the enemy victory over us? But we have all the power that we need, but yet we don't call on it. We still pray to call on the name of the Lord. We become a distraction in our lives that we can't hear from God. When we're near God, we're doing what God has called us to do. And we, he begins to minister to our our mind and soul. Distractions will come that he doesn't want you to get empowered. He doesn't want you to get enough confidence where you're able to stand up and fight on fight. He wants you to lay down like a carpet and let him walk right over top of you because he feels like you're scared of him. But I come this morning to let you know that the God you serve isn't going to let you lay down anymore. He's not going to let you let the devil take everything from you. He's not going to let the devil pass his way. Oh, this morning you need to call on the name of the Lord. You need to call on the name. He makes the problem bigger than they really are. Sometimes, at times, the problem can be small. Tedious, but we let the devil enlarge it on us. We let him think. We let him get to our mind because he makes the problem in our mind much bigger than it really is. And then we think that it's too big, and we're probably right. It is too big for us to handle. But if we would give it over to God and watch him work, we don't have to say a whole lot. Just give it to him and watch him do his thing. The problem with us is we don't want us to give it to him. We want to fight in our flesh. And a lot of the battles that we're fighting in our flesh are only won by the spirit. And all the time we can't get to the spirit because we're so distracted. But if we can give that thing to God, and we sit back and watch him work it out. We must learn that when we were little, the monsters and the dogs scared us at times. But the God we saved delivered us from that. Remember when we were growing up and we used to be afraid of the dog. We used to be afraid of snakes. We used to be 
delivered. He can deliver you. He can deliver you from sin and temptation. You should be able to stand for God when you face wickedness and unrighteousness, when things appear right before us. And sometimes it can be tempting to us. Remember what we used to do. But as long as the God that we serve is in us and he ministers to us and his spirit resides in us, we won't get pulled back in. We are able to withstand temptation. We are able to not to fall into sin. Sin is a big thing because the enemy makes it look like it's all good until you do it. And then once you do it, it's all bad. Or somebody, you need to call on the name of the Lord this morning and have him to come to fight our battles because if we don't, it's going to overtake us. It's going to take us under every test, every trial, every tribulation, make you stronger to face the giant. If you're going through something right now, if you're dealing with something right now, it's building you up to make you stronger. Oh, sometimes you say, Lord, why me? Why do I have to go through this? But God is saying that I'm making you stronger because somewhere down the road, you're going to have to stand up to your enemy. You're going to have to stand up to the Goliath of the world, and you're going to have to rely on the word of God. You're going to have to rely on prayer. You're going to have to rely on knowing that God is able to bring you through this morning. Goliath may look big by eye. But he's small to God. He's big to us, but he's small to the Lord. You will be able to say God did it before. He will do it again. He will do it over and over and over and over again. He will make you into where you are steadfast and unmovable. The things that used to move you to the side the thing that used to cast you down into the pit on this morning, you don't have to deal with that anymore. The God that you serve is standing in your place, or he's going to defeat your giants on this day. He's, he's lining them up one by one right now. Cigarettes, they got to go. Drinking has got to go. These are the giants that the devil has set before you. Fornication has got to go. Lying. Backstabbing, backbiting, all that are giants in your life that we face. We will be able to conquer our giants in life by our faith. Our faith has to be made strong. We have to stand together in faith. We have to be able to be stronger than we've been before. We have to be able to stand on the word of God. Sometimes when you build a house, the first thing you pour is the foundation, but our foundation should be the word of God. We should be able to stand on his word and believe that whatever he said is going to come to pass. By faith, we were able to stand for God. In the midst of trials, in the midst of tribulation, we should be able to stand for God. 
you will not hang me back. But we're speaking to the Goliath in your life this morning. We're speaking to the things that seem to overwhelm you this morning. We're telling it that they have no place here, that is that you are a child of God and that God is fighting for you. Amen. 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 Bless your name, Lord. So, prayer, uh, the line is open now. Is there anyone standing in need of prayer this morning for the giants that's in your life? Yes, give us a corporate prayer. Amen. Father, as we come this morning, Lord, Lord we don't know the giants that people deal with. Father, we pray right now as a, as a whole, Lord, you would step in, Lord, that you would remove the giants, Lord, that keep causing your people to fall back and not stand up. Lord, we know that there's Goliaths out there, but if we put our faith and our trust in you, Lord, we know you're able to make a way. We know you're able to bring us through, Lord. Lord, we thank you this morning for your word, Lord, that you have given us hope and courage that we're able to fight on. Oh, Lord, empower us right now, God, that we won't just lay down by the roadside and let Satan have his way. Father, we ask right now, God, that you uh, remove them right now as we speak, Lord. You're sitting at Goliath to the side, and we're able to continue on. Father, we thank you this morning. We love you, and yes, we do adore you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. And thank you, Mr. Gray. We appreciate every time that you come on. Truly, it's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And that word was powerful. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless you. You listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Thank you so much.
You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. We thank you for tuning in uh, with us. We thank you so much for being a part of our broadcast. And truly, we couldn't have done it without you. We are so grateful that you are part of this radio audience. Thank you again. You just listened to Minister Michael Gray. I always tease him and call him the young prophet. He's one of my sons in the Lord, and truly I love talking to him. Him and I, it's just like brothers and sisters that we click, that I bounce off of him. He bounces off me when we have ideas or when we just uh, want to fellowship is that we're just on we just on that same uh as we said train going in the same direction. Again, that's Minister Michael Gray. You can hear him on Sundays. You know, on Sundays we're on from eight thirty AM until ten o'clock AM. So we encourage you to listen to us on Sundays. You know we was playing I Won't Complain. That's by our great uh teacher as well as with the man of wisdom. Apostle Alexander Lockamy, who comes on Thursday. We enjoy listening to him. You know, on that five-fold ministry broadcast, Monday through Fridays, from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m., you can hear some awesome speakers. As I said before, this is Minister Michael Gray. Uh, we have Apostle Alexander will be uh, with us this week. And right now we're going to go in already a prepared message by none other than Reverend Leroy Wright. That is our Wednesday night speaker. So I'm trying to introduce you to some of the men and women of God that will be um, on the radio with us. And truly we are so blessed. So his wife, Minister Rice, uh, I mean Mrs. Rice, First Lady, she assists him and she's in the background let us just take a little listen to Reverend Leroy Rice and his wife, First Lady Rice, as we enjoy the preach word of the Fivefold Ministry broadcast as you listen to our speakers tonight. Amen. Amen. We put a over the head. God will come and give them shelter. In the time of the song, God will come and give them food to eat. He rained their manna for the Hebrew boys and the, 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 the Israelites. He rained their manna for them. Moses, the Israelites, when they was uh, in the wilderness, when they was going across the Red Sea, when they brought them out from under old Pharaoh's hand, God rained down manna for them. And don't you think what God can do for us? The same God that served them is the same God that served us today. God will do more than you think. If you call on him, he will fix it for you. He'll feed you when you're hungry. He will give you water when you're thirsty. He will break your feet out on dry land when you're walking on water. God will, God will make everything all right. I stop by to tell you today, if you trust him and obey him, 
if you got a full refrigerator of food today, you see, use all rice, use all the mountain top. But if you don't have no food in the house tonight, don't have no food to eat tonight, my sisters and my brothers, the dad of my daddy is very. Lord have mercy when you don't have, you get weak. And when you get weak, you got to begin to look up to the heaven above. You got to call on him. You got to ask him for what you need. We all have been to some kind of violence against one another. But I saw my head and let you know that's when you put your hand. In the hand of Jesus, everything is going to be all right. He said that we did, might have do for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy, 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 joy down in my soul. I can preach because the joy that I have, the world that give it to me, the joy that I have, I got it from Jesus. He put the joy in my soul. And I can run this race, rain with patience, tell the world about Jesus. Because Jesus is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't have to be in want for anything. Because all that he has, if I love to him, I own some of that too. I bore it for a time, but I'm not going hungry. Not one day, because he sees me all the time. When I'm thirsty, he gives me drink. When I got shelter, he shelters me. And I know that he is good to me. So, as I move on, Tide is right. My second thing tonight here is that adversity leads to examination. You know, you know, you know, you, you know what examination? Let me, let me, let me give you a little illustration. I'm going to give you a little illustration this evening. When you go to the doctor and you got a problem going on that you need to go to the doctor for, a problem that is causing you some harm, the doctor, the majority of the time, can't just look at the problem and see what is the cause and the problem. He can diagnose it, but he can't see the problem. Then what the doctor has to do, he has to do examination. And a lot of times to do examination, he used an X-ray machine. So 
sometimes he uses a cat scare to diagnose what's going on within us. And that's the same way that we have to do sometimes to ourselves. We don't have no x-ray machine. We don't have no cat scan machine. But we can uh, examine ourselves, see if anything that's going on within us that's going to hinder us from serving God and going to hinder us from entering into God's kingdom. A self-examination. Every one of us, every now and then, we need to do a self-examination on ourselves. Because we all know when something is not right with us. The same way when we get sick and we go to the doctor, we know that we are So if we are sick and so, we need to examine ourselves, we know it. You see, at times, when we're going through these things, God allows adversities to motivate us, to move us examination. Winds of the adversities blows away the service issues and forces us to cope with the things of a deeper level. Nothing has the ability to drive us closer to God than tribulation. It moves, denies, denies and, and, and reveals who we are, really are, as well as what we believe about God, his dignity, and his faithfulness. Every kind of life 
Savior are the temples of the Holy Spirit. And he wants us to be clean and usable vessels. We have no reason to allow the rubbish of the world, our past failures, to remain, to remain in the form, burnt of our lives. The past is past. Today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. God don't want us to keep on leaning on to and hanging on to our past. Because when we go to him and ask for forgiveness and repent of the things that we have done in our past, when it was past, God forgives us. And he don't hold it against us. It's what we do today that he will see. He lets the past and the future will be future. The Lord desires that we free ourselves of anything that might keep us in inner bondage. See what I'm talking about here. Inner bondage. It didn't say I didn't say outside bondage. I said inner bondage. Inner bondage is what we have on the inside. What we have on the inside that keeps us at a standstill point. What we have on the inside, what we have on the inside uh, will damage the outside. You see, we want the inside to match up with the, the, we want the outside to match up with the inside. Can I make it right here? You see, what on the inside is what counts. It's not Look, you look like on the outside. You can look pretty tonight. You can dress up in fine linen tonight. But if the inside is filthy and dirty, no matter how clean you might be on the outside, the inside is dirty, and, 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 and then the outside is dirty. It might look clean, but it's dirty. It's like a filthy rain. Yeah, we have to allow God to come and be with us. Well, we become complacent and accept the hurt of the past as a part of who we are. We have accepted the wrong view, the wrong definition, wrong game, game, game plan. We are new creation, right? See, see, my Bible is teaching here tonight that we become complacent. We affect the hurts of the past. And I said the past is the past. Today is the future. We shouldn't affect that. We couldn't, shouldn't be complacent. We shouldn't affect the wrong view. The wrong definition, the wrong game plan. We are new creation in Christ. There's never a point where we are separated from him. He has sealed us with his spirit. Listen clearly 
right now. The old is gone, and the new has come. And the newness of life is the, is the very thing that gives us hope in a hopeless time. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me today? Very thing that gives us hope time. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away, and everything will become new. To become a new creation in Christ. Isn't that all right? We, the third, the effective lesson leads to change in behavior. Change in whose behavior? Our behavior. When we act like Christ, our true identity emerges. Teachers often prepare behavioral objects for their classroom. These objects listed in concrete and, and, and middle um, tables that the teacher desires for a student to display as proof that the student has learned the lesson. The lesson that the Lord teaches us through adversities are ultimately for that very purpose. A change behavior, including a change in the belief of that the behavior. It isn't enough that God desires to get our attention or that we take time to look truthfully at our lives. We must allow him. We must allow his spirit. We must allow the Holy Spirit. We must allow Christ Jesus. To have free access ever of our lives. We learn to watch. We learn to watch. Listen. We learn to watch. We learn to listen. We 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 look for his guidance. And we look for his direction. We can see a problem, a fear of a, a flush or anger, and think, how should I respond? May make the wrong choice, said the wrong word, or even know what we know he is telling us to do. <laughs> Unless we change, we need a change. world need a change. The world need a change. And they need to change their response. They need to change not only response. They need to change their behavior. That's why so much is going on in this world. Because people are still being people. They are not looking for a change. But I stopped by here today to tell you uh, that we need a change. We will never benefit from the vestige of growth as a response of it. God provides a challenge, and we have an opportunity to obey or disobey him. And we find in this world that we are living in and not of, we find that there is for people disobeying God 
in the wrong direction. We are fighting after the wrong source because the devil wants us to disobey him. If not right about it, the devil wants us to disobey him. The choices, I'm almost through now, choices are out. And the consequences that come belong to us as well. You hear me? There's consequences in the way that we act. There's consequences in the way that we serve. There's consequences in the way that we talk. There's consequences in the way that we walk. There's consequences in everything. There's consequences. If they are not of God, you're going to spend some consequences, and you're going to run into some trials. You're going to run into some tribulation. It's going to bring on headaches because there's consequences. Jesus, let us look at Jesus. Jesus came to bear the burden that plagues our lives. He will help us carry our burdens to the cross. Deal with them there. Once for all, it always has our best interest in mind. He alone knows the pain, paves the path to complete spiritual healing and restoration. You are willing uh, today to allow God to surface the inner rubbish of your life. And if you are willing today to change what needs to be changed, you emerge from adversity and closer to Christ, more mature as his child, and require greater potential to reflect the love of God to the world around you. If you uh, are willing today to just give God your hand, walk with him and talk with him and give him Day. Uh, call him up uh, at night. 
And you all keep praying for us because prayer changes things. Thank you. Prayer changes things. you again. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. We just heard from Reverend Leroy Rice and also Minister Michael Gray. Please stay tuned uh, to us this week, Monday through Fridays, from 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m., that we want you to dial 319-527-6000. Again, that's 319 319- Five two seven six zero three six, and also on Sunday mornings from eight thirty a.m. to ten o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in United States. God bless you. Last week Friday, we tried to do a music concert. As I said before, we're on the Eastern Shore, the East Coast here in United States. We had a bad electrical storm. As you have seen through the United States, it's a lot of drought, heat, uh, tornadoes. It's a lot that's going on, flooding. So because we're so close to the water, we also have problems with our electrical wires. We also have uh, problems uh, with the studio. It's not uh, with the producer, but it's where we're located. So we hope tomorrow that we can make it up. And stay tuned to us tomorrow. We're going to try to make up our concert tomorrow. Tell your neighbor, tell your friends that we are going to do praise and worship, and we're going to have our concert tomorrow since we didn't do it last Friday, hopefully weather permitting. So thank you for tuning in to us. Like I said, that we have some awesome speakers and teachers and also first ladies. Thank you again. God bless you and enjoy. And remember, if God can't do it, it just can't be done. Like Reverend Rice said, look where he brought us from. Amen. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.